to express yourself where teens talk and the world listens presented by star style productions as an international outreach program of be the star you are charity you'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters meet and chat with cool celebrities exhilarating experts and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know it's time to kick off the fun with our star teens welcome to express yourself Nothing will benefit health and increase the chances for survival of life on Earth as the evolution to a vegetarian diet. And that quote is by the one and only Albert Einstein. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We are a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. From Cynthia Bryan, creator and producer of Express Yourself and Star Style Productions, we bring this program to the airwaves as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity, a top nonprofit honored by GuideStar and great nonprofits. I'm Siri Panindra, and this is going to be a segment that revolves all around vegetarianism. Be The Star You Are's volunteers and I want to urge you to check out our website at btsya.org. Social distancing in this COVID-19 era has been detrimental to authors, and as part of our Be The Star You Are disaster relief outreach program, Be The Star You Are has collaborated with the Authors Guild to showcase the new books launched by many authors from across the country in a variety of genres. So for the next few months, make sure you're tuned in to both Star Style, Be The Star You Are, on Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Pacific Time for Wednesdays with Writers, as well as this program, Express Yourself, airing on Sundays at 3 p.m. for Super Smart Sundays, both broadcasting right here on the Voice America Network Empowerment Channel to learn about these incredible authors and books. With that, um, today I'd like to start the show by sharing some of my personal experiences as a vegetarian. I was born in a strictly vegetarian family and the boundaries of acceptable foods in my household were set in stone, and it originated from the culture and ethics followed by my great-grandparents and ancestors. And my family firmly believes that consuming any source of animal meat involves hurting a life form. So with this mindset instilled from my young age, I found solace in gardening and playing around in the nature, and my parents encouraged me to participate in the annual Earth Day events, which I was always looking forward to. And I was super eager to bring home a variety of plants to expand my garden. I constructed a raised bed that was home to a wide spectrum of vegetables and fruits, including tomatoes, chilies, zucchinis, and broccoli. And ever since the vegetables started abundantly growing, my mom and I started making a variety of salads as part of our meals and often shared our harvest with the neighbors to promote a vegetarian lifestyle. So today I just wanted to go over the health benefits associated with adopting a vegetarian lifestyle. So let's get started. 
To name a few, we have reduce your chance of obesity. The next one is lowering your blood pressure. The next one, apparently vegetarian lifestyles that make you less likely to obtain a heart disease, type 2 diabetes, cancer, you name it. Lastly, it is an ecologically sustainable option as it preserves the earth and it saves the lives of many animals. Um, to go a little more specific, we have vegetables and fruits. So vegetables are rich in potassium and they maintain healthy blood pressure. And um, vegetables rich in potassium include sweet potatoes, white potatoes, white beans, spinach, soybeans, and lima beans. And they provide dietary fiber that reduces blood cholesterol levels. And they contain folic acid that helps our bodies form red blood cells. And it's especially good for pregnant women. And let's get into specifically the focus um, on the benefits of fruits. So I'm just going to go through um, a rainbow list of fruits, which I absolutely love consuming. So let's start off with the color red. We have red fruits like watermelon, strawberries, apples. They all aid with digestion and they specifically benefit the heart, the eyes, and our cells. Apples, they contain phytonutrients, which are linked with strengthening the heart, lowering cholesterol, and cancer prevention. And you know the saying, an apple a day keeps the doctor away. And that's absolutely true. Our next color is orange. And that includes papayas, and they are beneficial for the eyes, immune system, cells, and the heart. Oranges are associated with vitamin C and calcium, which is incredible in aiding both the teeth and our bones. Next, we have yellow fruits, such as bananas and lemons, and they're good for the skin, the eyes, the heart, and for the process of digestion. Um, bananas specifically, they are very high in potassium and are very advantageous as they help normalize blood pressure and lower the risk of stroke. Green fruits, they are also super beneficial. They help lower cholesterol and strengthen your organs, cells, and healing. Grapes are an absolutely amazing example as they're rich in polypenols, which benefit the heart and reduce cholesterol. And pears, another example, are amazing for digestion and they promote weight loss. And our last two colors in the rainbow are purple and blue. And fruits such as blood oranges are excellent to improve your memory, bones, circulation, and the pomegranates, which I personally grow in my backyard, are full of antioxidants known as punicalogens, which help remove any diseases or illnesses in your body. And they reduce your aging process, so they make you look younger, <laughs> which is a good um, beauty tip. Blueberries, um, my last example, they also contain many powerful antioxidants, and they reduce the risk for cancer and inflammation. So that is basically my entire list of rainbow fruits. And I really hope this inspires you guys to start growing, you know, a spectrum of fruits in your backyard and also vegetables. Um, I just, I feel like gardening is a healing process and it's something that I enjoy um, the before, during and the after, you know, before, you know, working in the garden, after, you know, enjoying all of the fruits and vegetables and just a super satisfying process. 
Well, unfortunately, listeners, we are out of time for this segment. And as a reminder, the newest establishment in the series, Be the Star You Are, Millennials to Boomers, Celebrating Gifts of Positive Voices in a Changing Digital World, is available now and can be found at www.starstylestore.net. If you're looking for a new book to read, especially at a time like this, consider picking up a copy. I'm Siri Panindra, and remember your purchase benefits the Be The Star You Are 501c3 charity and this Express Yourself program as a donation. So please make sure you get your copy today. You can also check out youtube.com slash be the star you are for our very fun and informative Be The Star You Are videos on living, laughing, and learning. You can visit us at btsya.org and check out past editions of our show at expressyourselfteenradio.com. Keep on listening to our conversation about vegetarianism on Express Yourself after the break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thanks for staying with us here at Express Yourself on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We're here today with Lucia Rivera from the Vegetarian Resource Group, aka VRG, and they're a leading nonprofit organization dedicated to educating the public on vegetarianism and veganism and the interrelated issues of health, nutrition, ecology, ethics, and world hunger. In addition to publishing the Vegetarian Journal, VRG produces and sells cookbooks, other books, pamphlets, and article reprints. Since 1982, their health professionals, activists, and educators have worked with businesses and individuals to bring about healthy changes in our school, workplace, and community. Today, we have with us Lucia Rivera, who is an intern for the Vegetarian Resource Group, and she helps create material for the VRG's blog and journal, and has developed a more well-rounded understanding of the powerful, positive impact a vegetarian lifestyle can have on our planet Earth. She aspires to become a doctor in the future and is very passionate in journalism, art, and environmental sustainability. Hi, Lucia. How are you doing today? Hi, I'm great. Thank you. That's perfect. So let's just jump right in and start asking questions. Um, So I was 
wondering, why did you choose to become a vegetarian and what is your story behind developing and adapting that lifestyle? Yeah, great question. Um, so it all began when I was around seven years old. I just felt really sympath- sympathetic towards animals and felt bad eating them. Then obviously over time, I adopted a more... Um, a, a wider view of what being vegetarian meant, and I realized that it was really important for the environment, and I really realized um, more about animal rights and kind of how my dietary choices can impact the rest of the world. So even though it started when I was a lot younger, um, it's definitely developed over time, but I'm really glad I made that decision back then. Oh, Absolutely. I guess I could say I have a different story than you. I was basically born into a family where we were told that we had to be vegetarian. And it wasn't until maybe like age five where I realized that, you know, this is a wonderful choice that we're making. And I wanted to ask you, what have been the positive aspects of being a vegetarian? Yeah, well, there's so many of them. But to start one big thing, is um, the environmental impact, which is since um, there's such a big crisis right now with climate change and, um, like, emissions of greenhouse gases and cows and um, produce such a big amount of methane for the environment that just not eating meat and dairy really helps the environment in that way. And then additionally, it takes... um, It really helps your body when you're vegetarian. It can um, help avoid some cancers and also lower your chances of heart disease in the future. So I think it's really interesting that the choices that you make now as teenagers or as young adults really help you in the long run as you grow and later in life. And also, I love being able to promote, like, kindness in more ways and being able to support what kind of I say through my actions. Oh, yes. You know, I feel actions, they speak a lot, and that's amazing. And in our last segment, actually, we were just talking about the vitamins and minerals that are in vegetarian fruits and vegetables. And, you know, um, definitely, I completely agree with you. It's, you know, better for the environment, and it's also better for us as a society. Um, So what have been the challenges you have faced over time as as a vegetarian? I think that one of the big challenges, I would say, is getting people to understand why I'm so passionate about this cause and the vegetarian lifestyle. Sometimes people just don't know how impossible a vegetarian lifestyle can be, and um, or they might think that you're judging them when I'm really not. Um, and then I'm lucky to have a supportive family, but even so, it, it is difficult being the only one in your family who's vegetarian. So that's another challenge that you kind of face as time goes on. Mm, Definitely. And um, from my experience as being a vegetarian, I faced a lot of peer pressure from my friends at school. And not many people I know are vegetarian, but I know my family and I are. And, you know, they sometimes tell me, Siri, why, why are you a vegetarian? Why don't you try some meat or chicken? And I felt that it was my moral responsibility to just adapt this lifestyle where it's just based on herbs. And there are just so many more benefits than the downsides. And I feel just adapting that lifestyle 
is just good for everyone and including animals, to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what are some food recommendations you have? Maybe you can, you know, give out some vegan and then vegetarian. Like what are your favorite dishes to cook? Yeah. Um, well, recently I've been um, making baked uh, vegetables with cauliflower gnocchi, which is like um, the usually potato-based, but this is with cauliflower. So with sweet potatoes and black beans is really delicious, and it has a lot of nutrients and protein. And I've also found that garbanzos are a really versatile um, ingredient to use in vegan and vegetarian dishes because they can be made into hummus, falafel, salad. Uh, they can be baked or they can be used in soup. And even, like, the aquafaba that comes with garbanzos can be used as an egg replacer in vegan recipes. Um, I would say some vegetarian recipes. I love vegetarian um, Mexican food. I'm Mexican, so, like, a vegetarian enchiladas or um, even just, like, meat substitutes. I love trying those out and seeing what I kind of like and also kind of showing my family different kinds of vegetarian foods that they might not have tried otherwise. Oh, wow. Those, those sounds so good. And <laughs> during this shelter-in-place, I've been mostly living in my kitchen. I've been trying so many different, you know, dishes. And especially since I grow a lot of vegetables and fruits in my backyard, <laughs> my mom's like, why are you in the kitchen all the time? It's it's a new lifestyle for me. <laughs> and um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So how do you navigate vegetarianism as a Latina, as you just mentioned? Yeah. So since I am, um, well, I was born in the U.S., but, you know, I have a lot of cultural influences from my parents who um, are both uh, Latino and Latina. And so I, even though a lot of um, traditional dishes in Latin America do use meat and dairy products, it's not as hard as you might think initially to kind of adapt those to use um, healthier and more humane ingredients. And so for me, I like, I like trying traditional foods that are already vegetarian because that's kind of connecting with my culture in that way. And then I also like adapting um, recipes that I might not have eaten if I hadn't chosen to kind of change them to be vegetarian. Mm, that's really interesting. Um, so I've talked to many friends about being vegetarian and, you know, I tried convincing a few of them. And what tips do you have or would you give for someone who's aspiring to be a vegetarian but is finding it difficult to um, first transition as a vegetarian? Yeah, well, I would definitely say that don't be nervous because it's always a growing process. I know for me, I learned so much in the first year being a vegetarian, and it definitely was a gradual change. I'm much, much stricter now in my dietary kind of uh, requirements as I was when I was younger and I first became vegetarian. And just there's support out there if you ever need it or if you're looking for it. Um, the Vegetarian Resource Group provides a lot of materials for people who are interested in being vegetarian or just want to try it out maybe like a couple days a week. It's totally okay to not go 100% at the beginning because just trying out a little bit can still have a great impact on the world and on your health. 
So don't be scared to just try a little bit at a time or to make a gradual change because I think over time you really appreciate how meaningful this lifestyle is. Oh, exactly. I love how you put that. That's that's just so meaningful. Um, so since you brought the Vegetarian Resource Group up, do you mind telling us about what the organization does and how you play a role and basically, you know, talk about their cookbooks and pamphlets and basically go in more detail, please? Yeah. Um, you mentioned it briefly at the beginning, but um, so the Vegetarian Resource Group pro- tries to help people um, who are vegetarian, who are interested in vegetarianism or uh, veganism, and put up, puts out informational materials um, for different age groups, for different people in different areas of the world, on just kind of how to live a healthy lifestyle as a vegetarian. Um, some of the work that I've done for the VRG is, includes writing articles for our blog online, and also um, we have a series of vegetarian action articles where we feature people who are um, activists for vegetarianism or veganism. And most recently, I wrote an article about a um, medical doctor who promotes veganism and healthy eating as part of her practice. So that was really fun. And some of the other material that they put out does include recipes for um, different desserts or main courses um, and also information on how to, some, or I guess I should say, some people might think that veganism or vegetarianism is a really expensive diet, but it's actually the opposite. It can be a really um, nice way to not spend so much money on groceries and on food. Um, and so we write things on uh, recommendations on how to kind of adopt this lifestyle in a way that's uh, most effective. Yeah, definitely. I I love the purpose of VRG, and it's just so meaningful, and they have such a big impact in our community. So, oh yes, and I have checked out their cookbooks, and um, I got a magazine, and that's super cool. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, and you know, they do talk about recipes, but I'm yet to try them out, maybe sometime this week. Um, So since you brought up a little misunderstanding about vegetarianism, Um, how people think it's more expensive. So what are some other misunderstandings about vegetarianism, such as we vegetarians do not get enough protein, or can you, like, just talk about some things that people believe that are not accurate? Yeah, well, that's definitely a big one, that that we might be deficient in nutrients. But I think... I think people just get concerned. Sometimes it's out of concern that you think, oh, if my child becomes vegetarian, they're not going to be eating healthy and they're going to be weak. But that's definitely not true. Um, For the VRG, I recently interviewed someone who um, has been vegan almost her entire life, and she's raising vegan kids, and she was uh, played basketball professionally in college. So you can be a vegan athlete and you can be – a really healthy person and still be vegetarian and vegetarianism even helps you become a healthier person. So really the only um, nutrients that you need to get from like vitamins per se is like B12 vitamin, um, which can also be through vegan sources. So vegetarianism really does provide the basis for a healthy life and um, a really enjoyable one with 
um, kind of uh, kindness as a basis for your actions and what you eat and um, what you buy. So I think another misunderstanding might just be kind of, I mentioned this before, that people will judge you if you're vegetarian or people will judge you for not being vegetarian. But I think uh, judgment really isn't at the base of uh, why people become vegetarian. And, um, yeah, so it's, it's a welcoming community for sure. Oh, that's great. Thank you for addressing that question. And something our listeners really want to know is, what is the difference between being vegan or vegetarian? Can you please talk about that? Yeah, that's a great question. So vegetarianism includes uh, many different kinds of diets. And one of that, one kind of, kind of vegetarianism is veganism, where um, you don't eat any dairy products or eggs, or meat, or um, other animal-derived products like honey, or um, and that's the vegan diet. And then if you're living a vegan lifestyle, you also wouldn't use things like leather or, um, or like silk, which comes from killing um, the larva of silk um, caterpillars. So uh, that's kind of veganism. And then vegetarianism, you can be a vegetarian who... Um, just doesn't eat meat and also eats dairy and eggs, or there's also vegetarians who don't eat eggs and only eat dairy. So there's really a wide spectrum, but, um, yeah, that's kind of the basis of the different sects of vegetarianism. Oh, wow. So I guess it's, like, really broad, and there's just so many different variations of vegetarianism. Um, so what about pescatarian, something that our viewers and listeners want to know about? Yeah, so pescatarianism is similar to vegetarianism in that um, red meat isn't eaten and neither is, like, poultry, but pescatarians also eat seafood, so that mm. wouldn't be considered vegetarianism, um, but it's kind of another form of uh, another diet that excludes meat. Or something uh, like Oh, okay. I see. All right. So we kind of talked about how um, being a vegetarian helps the environment. Can you go more in detail and, you know, all of the benefits for Mother Nature? Yeah. This is actually one of my um, favorite things that I learned about being vegetarian that I didn't know when I started is how good it is for the environment. Of course, there's always more you can do, but just by... I learned uh, recently that just by not eating a pound of beef, you save um, 1,850 gallons of water. So that's a lot of water, and especially in um, southwestern U.S. where there is some water scarcity, it's important not to not to use water for things like beef when you can make a lot more um, vegetarian food with less water than it takes to produce beef. And additionally, like I mentioned before, um, cows produce a lot of methane every day um, naturally, but since there's so much farming throughout the U.S. of cows and throughout the world, then we're producing way more methane than the earth can really handle. And then we see causes of the, sorry, the effects of this through um, even, like, sea level rise, more um, increased natural disasters, and just 
like really hot climates in some places. So you might not think that what you eat can impact how the earth changes around you, but it really can. And um, once you're more cognizant of that, even if you don't eat, even if you choose to have a veggie burger instead of a hamburger one day, that's making a positive impact on the environment. So yeah, it's nice to keep in mind. Oh, wow. That's so fascinating. I didn't know about that, but it's really good to keep in mind. Um, and I wanted to ask, what can us teenagers do in our community to promote vegetarianism, especially during the shelter in place? What are some next steps for teenagers to basically promote this lifestyle? Yeah, I think that um, a big thing is just kind of sharing what you know. Of course, I learned everything that I know about vegetarianism from researching online or asking other people and being parts of groups like the um, vegetarian resource group. And so if you just pass on that knowledge, you're already making a big impact on your community and um, perhaps influencing more people to become vegetarian. A lot of uh, teens that are vegetarian influence their friends to adopt some vegetarian uh aspects of the vegetarian lifestyle, and you mentioned, like, since we're all at home right now, um, perhaps making a vegetarian um, meal with your family, and just even if your family members don't want to be vegetarian or they're not, then just exposing them to kind of what a nice vegetarian meal is like can impact them to change their minds or be a little bit more open to doing this as um, a long-term thing. So, um it's kind of a little bit at a time, but in small acts of promoting vegetarianism, you still are helping out the greater cause. Oh, yeah, that's amazing. Um, so something that was, you know, in my mind is what is your go-to vegetarian dessert? Um, I was just wondering and curious since I have so much time in my hands right now and I love experimenting in the kitchen. So what would you say is your uh, maybe let's do top two vegetarian desserts that you cook or eat. Yeah. Um, I really love making pumpkin bread. Um, this is better in the fall, but even now I know that um, pumpkin is a really great and healthy uh, ingredient to use in baking. So it's really fun to make pumpkin bread if you're making a lot of banana bread and you want something new. Um, I also... Um, let's see, one of my favorite recipes that I've made a lot is, um, called a, it's like called a peach dump cake where you put all the ingredients in and you bake it and it comes out really good, but it doesn't take that much work at all. And, um, it's actually egg free. So you just need butter. And even if you don't use butter, you can use a vegan replacement for that. So those are two, uh, really good vegetarian dessert options. And for the pumpkin bread, there's tons of variations online that you can um, look through. Oh, that's, that's great. I'll definitely try them out, and I'll check out VRG's recipes online. And um, I have one last final question for you, and just to sum things up, what would you say you have learned through your journey so far as a vegetarian? I've definitely learned more than I thought I would learn when I first made this decision um, from the impact that it has on the environment to kind of the really sad truths of how animal, animals are treated in uh, this country and in the world 
to how what I'm doing is helping my my own body. Um, those are all things that, you know, sometimes they were happy things to learn. Sometimes they were really hard things to accept. But um, they've all motivated me to uh, promote vegetarianism more and to be even more committed to the cause. So, yeah. Oh, that's, that's great. Um, and my final last question is, what are some things that we can use from the Vegetarian Resource Group? Like what volunteering opportunities are there and um, how we can basically make a change in the world? Yeah, so with the um, Vegetarian Resource Group specifically, um, you can always volunteer to intern. They also have multiple contests. Um, an essay contest for a scholarship prize money, and they also have a video contest about just your experiences being vegetarian or vegan, um, and we do those annually, so feel free to submit your own responses and kind of uh, experience being part of a vegetarian community like that. If you want to reach out in your own, um, locally in your own community, you can always, uh, if you're a teen, work with your school to promote vegetarian options in um, the cafeteria or just kind of make a public service announcement to your friends and classmates about what being vegetarian is and what it can do. Um, and just making choices yourself. I know sometimes you might think that teens don't have complete control over their life, but whatever decisions you can make for yourself, um, just try and... Uh, make them with the best intent, and usually that helps a lot. All right, that's so perfect. Well, thank you so much, Lucia, for sharing your wisdom and insight on vegetarianism with us. Listeners, please visit www.vrg.org to learn more about the Vegetarian Resource Group, and you can also visit www.vrg.org journal to check out their magazines. Also, be sure to support our show and learn about upcoming Be The Star You Are events at bethestarur.org. You can show your love for more segments like this one by donating to the Be The Star You Are 501c3 literacy charity that brings you this program at bethestarur.org. You can visit btsya.org to find out more about Be The Star You Are. Well, I'm Siri Panindra, and keep listening for more on vegetarianism. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. Follow us on Twitter at Voice America TRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN.
You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back to Express Yourself. I'm Siri Panindra, and this week's show is centered all around vegetarianism. Finishing off the show today is reporter Caitlin Darrow, who will be sharing her insights on the vegetarian lifestyle. Hi, Caitlin. How are you doing today? Hi, Siri. I'm doing pretty good, and I'm actually really excited about the show today because I feel like today's theme of vegetarianism feels more timely than ever. There are constantly documentaries and modern day research being released, which is giving us more and more information and freedom on how to adjust our diets to fit us best. Um, Personally, I do try to eat a primarily plant-based diet, but of course I do still indulge in junk food here and there. Definitely trying to get better, but it is all a work in progress. Um, And especially now being home with quarantine, I know, um, We're all maybe visiting the kitchen a little bit more, and I feel like this is one of the best times to perhaps adjust your diet and start eating healthier. Um, Over the years, I've greatly reduced my meat intake for a plethora of reasons. Someone may choose to be a vegetarian for their health. They may want to protest the abuse of animals who are killed every day in factory farming, or maybe they chose a vegetarian lifestyle for the environment. So there's so many different reasons as to why someone may take that path. But whatever the reason, people are choosing to exclude meat from their diet. In this segment, um, I wanted to focus on going vegetarian specifically for the environment. And of course, I'm not a dietitian, uh, but I will be utilizing a United Nations report called Livestock's Long Shadow, Environmental Issues and Options. One of the main points that is being stressed today is the inability to keep up with Earth's natural resources. By 2050, our population is expected to be 9 billion people, which is absolutely crazy. Um, I know when I read that, I was like, oh my goodness, um, so (laughs) many people. And I think that when you really reflect on this significant rise, we have to consider our consumption of natural resources. Um, And along with that, I wanted to share a few quick facts on how meat consumption affects the environment. Um, So for example, an eight ounce chicken breast takes over 542 liters of water to produce. Um, So when I first read that, I was like, wow, that sounds like a lot, but it was kind of hard for me to conceptualize that number. So then I read a little bit further and 542 liters of water is actually enough to fill your bathtub six and a half times. So I think that was a really strong visual for me. Um, I remember reading up on this issue a while ago and and seeing that fact and just being so blown away. And uh, the next fact I wanted to share um, was that by eating vegetarian food for a year, you could save the same amount of emissions as taking a small family car off the road for six months. And I thought that this was another really important fact as well, because people all the time when talking about improving the environment, we're always discussing our uh, driving and flying on airplanes and how much gas is released and how detrimental this is to the environment. But I think it's really intriguing how 
if we just shifted our diets, we would actually have the same impact as taking a car off the road or by not riding on an airplane, you know, whatever, whatever that sacrifice is, um, just by shifting your lifestyle a little bit, you can really have a significant impact on the environment. And then one of the last facts that I wanted to share was that eating a veggie diet means 2.5 times less carbon emissions than a meat diet. So again, when I read that, I wanted to do a little bit more research. And overall, what I learned was that, you know, with the amount of resources that it takes to raise a cow or um, any type of large animal that's giving meat, um, just the amount of water that it takes to really raise that animal, and then also the amount of you know, emissions that are being put into the air from factory farming, it's really not sustainable, especially when we think about in 2050, the population will potentially be 9 billion people. Um, so these were just a few quick facts that I wanted to share and that I hope will get people thinking a little bit about these numbers. And again, all of these facts were actually from Veg Society. So if you're potentially thinking about becoming vegetarian or even making the commitment to be a vegan, I would definitely check out Veg Society um, just because I was really blown away by these numbers and they've done great research. Um, and overall, I understand that living a vegetarian or vegan lifestyle is a deeply personal choice. Um, so I think that it's really important for everyone to have the the freedom to choose how they want to eat. And I think as well, I know that our show is primarily geared um, towards young people and it can be extremely tough if you're a teenager and your parents aren't supportive of your dietary choices. Um, luckily, I was always very supported growing up. My mom, she is also vegetarian. Um, she does occasionally eat meat, but overall she's very plant-based. And so am I, of course, people do slip up sometimes, but even if you cannot commit to a full vegetarian diet, I still think that you can practice less consumption. If that's something that speaks to you. I know many people who do meatless Mondays, which means that every Monday they only eat a plant-based diet. And so while it's only one day of the week, it can definitely make a significant impact. Oh, thank you so much, Caitlin, for your insight. Um, especially uh, for you sharing some mind-blowing statistics. They definitely made my jaw drop. Um, so I want to do address a common misconception that many people have. Um, so I want to do ask you, can a vegetarian get enough protein from their diet? Mm, I'm so glad that you asked that, actually, because you're so right. That is such a big misconception, I think, when people are beginning to look into vegetarian or vegan diets, they always revert back to, oh, I'm nervous that I won't get enough protein. I'm nervous that I won't get enough iron. And again, everyone has such individualistic needs. And so that's why I don't push vegetarianism onto anybody. I think it's an individual choice. Um, but you definitely can get enough protein. Um, there's so many foods out there in the world we can eat steel cut oats, um, green vegetables, lentils, soy products. Um, these are really just a few high protein foods which don't contain animal products. Um, even peanut butter um, has a great amount of protein. So there are certainly other ways to get protein. 
an iron or whatever um, vitamin that you're, you're nervous about being deficient on. Um, nowadays, we can even just go to the store and there's supplements. So it's pretty incredible just the amount of products that are available to us and how we can really tailor our diet to fit us best. Yeah, definitely. And I know that a lot of fruits and vegetables, they have a plethora of vitamins and minerals, and there's just so much freedom as to how you can uh, kind of curve your diet. So what is your story as to how you became a vegetarian? Mm, It's so funny because when I was growing up, I really didn't eat a lot of meat um, in general. Um, I would occasionally eat poultry, so like chicken and turkey. Um, And even today, I don't identify as like 100% vegetarian because I do occasionally eat animal products. Um, Of course, I try not to just because I do want to help the environment. And there's, it just really breaks my heart when I read about animal abuse within factory farming. So if I do eat um, eggs or chicken or things like that, I try to buy local from farms and you know, I live in a pretty, um, I was living in LA, but now during the coronavirus, um, I'm in a more rural area. So I do have, have access to super local farms. Um, so if I do decide to make that choice, I can. Um, but I would say that primarily I am plant-based and I have been really since I was a child. Um, when I was growing up, um, me and my family, we were more low income. And so it was really hard to afford um, meat products and you know, we ate a lot of um, like rice, beans, stuff like that. That was really easy to make and that was cheap to make. So it's kind of funny, like looking back, it, it wasn't necessarily a choice, but um, I just really wasn't exposed to meat um, when I was young. And then I also remember being uh, maybe eight or nine years old and reading um, Charlotte's Web. <laughs> and that book just oh, impacted me so much in the movie as well. And so thinking about like eating Wilbur, <laughs> who's the pig <laughs> in the story, just as a child was like horrifying to me. Um, and so I like that really greatly impacted me. And then throughout high school, um, I was very strictly, um, vegetarian for about five years. And then I was vegan for maybe a year. And now I try not to like restrict myself to labels because, um, it can be really pressuring. Um, and so I just like to say that I'm plant-based primarily, but I, I do think that everyone has such an individualistic journey to their diet and overall everyone should just do what is best for them. But, uh, I will always promote vegetarianism. I think that it's a really great lifestyle and, um, dietary choice. Oh, I love your Charlotte's Web example. I also remember <laughs> reading that and I could totally relate. I personally, I was born in a strictly vegetarian family and everything was set in stone and I basically had to follow my great-grandparents and ancestors' culture and ethics. But um, growing up, I have realized that being a vegetarian does have a lot of more pros than cons. Um, mm. So my next question is... Uh, what would you say is a vegetarian or vegan diet automatically the healthiest way to eat? Oh, that's a good question too. And also, um, I love as well that you kind of shared that you were raised um, as a vegetarian. I think um, sometimes there's like qualms or questions about like raising children on a vegetarian or vegan diet. And I think it's like one of the healthiest ways to be raised. So um, thanks for sharing that too. That's super interesting. Um, And then 
is vegetarian or vegan diet automatically the healthiest way to live? I like yes and no, because I think that if you're eating a plant-based diet the way that you should in the way that it's fruits and vegetables and like whole foods that, you know, are grown right out of the ground and not too processed, um, I think that that's incredibly healthy, but there are so many junk food vegans. I was definitely a junk food vegan. I, w- I was eating like Oreos because actually Oreos are vegan. So when I when I learned about that, I was like, oh my gosh, that's so crazy because I always thought the icing contained like dairy and it didn't. And so <laughs> I was like eating a lot of processed foods and um, things that weren't necessarily healthy, but just because they were vegan or vegetarian, I would kind of like still eat it anyways. So I don't think it's automatically the healthiest way, but I think that it can be if you do it properly. Okay. I guess it's really good to know that Oreos are vegan. Um, I guess I have an (laughs) excuse now to just eat them more often. Um, So my last question, since we're running out of time, does it cost more to be a vegetarian? I know that's like a misconception, but um, mm. can you just give your thoughts on that, please? Yeah, absolutely. I know we're kind of wrapping up now, but um, as I mentioned earlier in the show, meat can actually be pretty expensive. Growing up, I really didn't eat too many meat products just because we simply couldn't afford it. Um, so I, I think that you totally can buy fruits and vegetables on a budget, but I also understand that um, sometimes communities don't always have access to healthy produce. And I think that we should be conscious about the economic barriers that people may have when it comes to healthy eating, or even when you look at urban planning, um, a lot of low income communities, they have fast food restaurants around them and they're constantly pushed, you know, these really unhealthy foods because it, it can be a lot cheaper. Um, and so I think that that's something that's important to acknowledge. And that's something that I learned through, running my nonprofit, um, the Angels Community Outreach, I really saw those economic barriers. So I think that it's important to acknowledge for sure. Um, and I just wanted to to kind of say that. <laughs> so thanks, thank you so much for asking that. Yeah, that's perfect. I, I love your nonprofit just by the sound of it. It sounds amazing. Well, thank you so much, Caitlin, for a meaningful, informative segment as always. Unfortunately, we are out of time for today's show. Audience, please support Be The Star You Are and find information on our creative community, charity efforts, and outreach programs on our main site at www.bethestarur.org. You have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teams talk and the world listens. I'm Siri Panindra, and as always, we give our thanks to Star Style Productions, Cynthia Bryan, Be The Star You Are, and our Voice America Empowerment Crew, especially our voice engineer, Josh. Thanks to our guests and reporters from across the world. And thank you to our listeners for making us a top-rated program. Adapt to vegetarian lifestyle. Be safe, be healthy, be home. Speak up, speak up, and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself, produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between the lines if you will let yourself go